0: News Today podcast. My name is Dean and this is our second episode and either the last episode for 2017 or maybe our first episode of 2018 depending on when this hits iTunes and uh, I mean it's actually 2017 in some time zones and 2018 in some time zones as I speak right now so it's a gray area but I know we're all looking forward to 2018 not only to see what Neo has in store but for the blockchain industry as a whole. Today I'm going to be talking to you Rong Chen from Elastos, who are striving to build a new kind of operating system that is both safer and more open and suited to the connected world we live in today. But before we get to that, I just want to go over a few upcoming dates and events. Neo will be touring through Europe next month with a whole host of ecosystem projects starting on January 8th in Dublin. From there, they will move on to London on the 10th, Hamburg on the 12th, Amsterdam on the 13th, which will be live-streamed on NEO News Today, and then Vienna on the 20th. If you want to find out more details on any of those events, head over to neonewstoday.com, click on our calendar, and you'll be able to find information on times, locations, speakers, as well as RSVP links. On January 25th, submissions open for the second City of Zion DAP competition, which again has 13,500 gas and prizes up for grabs. And on January 30th and 31st, we have the very first Neo DevCon, which is being held in Silicon Valley. There will be over 30 presentations and tickets are on sale right now, so for more information on that, head over to devcon.neo.org. Alright, now that's out of the way, let's move on to the interview. I have Rong Chen, graduate from Tsinghua University, one of the earliest Microsoft employees who led many different research teams, founder of Cortide, who was invested in by Tsinghua Science Park, the TDS-CDMA Industry Alliance, and Foxconn, and Cortide eventually evolved into Elastos.org, of which Rong is the chairman. Rong, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. How are you today?
1: Oh, pretty good. Thank you, again.
0: Yeah, that's good. Now, mate, one of the things I love about Elastos is that when I read your history and the uh, various incarnations of this project, it really seems like Elastos is a culmination of your life's work. So maybe before we talk about the Elastos project specifically, we should go over how you got to this point a little bit. So as I mentioned, you were a Microsoft employee from, I think, 1992 until 2000, and you led all those different teams uh, proposing various new ideas on the technology of operating systems. However, I read that you felt that you didn't really see any progress until the release of Windows 10. So can you start by telling us a little bit about that journey and what was it specifically about the existing operating systems that spurred you on to pursue a better model?
1: Oh, actually, the whole thing started uh, uh, in 1992 when I joined uh, Microsoft Research kernel team. And uh, where, uh, when I, uh, we, we have... Uh, Uh, projects doing something with Interact TV and uh, we want to do a uh, so-called component-oriented operating system to drive that Interact TV when there's actually Java, uh, some other projects going on and eventually that uh, leads to the browser, the uh, ActiveX and uh, Microsoft browser. And uh, down the road, uh, eventually, we, we are going to the Dalnet uh, projects, which uh, started the early research in 1998. And uh, by the spring of uh, 1999, uh, the, pretty much the idea is uh, uh, coming into reality. And uh, when we named uh, three operating systems in a row, one is called uh, a Whistler, uh, Longhorn, and uh, Blackcomb. We named the three operating systems uh, at once, and we expect uh, actually the project will last until last about eight years to 10 years at that time. And uh, of course, we'll pe- people will see uh, the Whistler would be the Windows XP, and uh, Longhorn would be the Windows Vista, and uh, the Blackcomb, uh, which uh, in today's terminology, would be Windows 10, which lasted about uh, 15 years instead of uh, eight. But uh, at that time, we were talking about how do we do a service-oriented uh, operating system, which is uh, has two things in mind. One is uh, how do we build the network as a computer, which was the vision by uh, SunMacro, by Java in '92. They have uh, a slogan called uh, the network is computer. The true nature of it how do we hide the internet completely from the apps and the services so then uh, the apps and services could not attack the uh, network and uh, make the DDoS attacks, middleman attacks, much harder, make the virus uh, hard to spread. And also uh, intrusion of privacy, almost uh, impossible. So that's the huge vision there. But then there are different technical routes. Of course, at that point, uh, Java was popular, and Microsoft had to respond to it and uh, invented C Sharp in return. I mean, in response. And uh, at that point, uh, being from the kernel background, from the uh, uh, component uh, uh, background, from the ActiveX background, we proposed uh, something doing uh, software as a service in C in parallel to C. Of course, uh, the project, uh, the proposal was being turned down by Microsoft. So that's the main reason I left Microsoft and uh, found my company, CoreTide to do the software oriented uh, operating system starting from kernel and to uh, graphics, to smartphone and uh, to trying to build a revolutionary uh, new operating system. Uh, But then the vision was uh, kind of uh, too grand and uh, out of my handle, we successfully did a whole smartphone uh, based on my vision and finished in 2006 and early 2007. Yet, at uh, that time we were run into uh, tumbling bro- blocks because of the Android came out and iOS came out, right? So that first drive of uh, Elastos uh, pretty much ended there. And uh, the second drive of Elastos uh, was uh, founded by Foscon, which were doing a industrial IoT OS. We started the project late uh, 2012, and er, uh, early 2013. So uh, industrial IoT also have shared the same vision as uh, uh, trying to treat the uh, IoT network uh, the, uh, into a uh, so-called internal system bus. And the applications and the services are not allowed to touch the internet. So we can make a safer uh, industrial IoT uh, environment so that project actually leads to the third incarnation, which is the Elastus Today, uh, sponsored by the Elastus.org, by cryptocurrencies. Uh, we are going to make a decentralized version of the uh, uh, network computer and uh, decentralized versions of uh, Elastus. So that's what we are doing today.
0: Okay, cool. So the first time I heard you talk about Elastos was at the new blockchain landmark event in Shanghai. I was watching this on the live stream, and I was fascinated by this vision that you presented of this OS environment where applications can't directly access the internet. And I think to the casual listener, uh, and to me the first time I heard it, or, or anyone who doesn't know much about computer science, this sounds like an odd concept. So can you tell us a little bit about why this is so important these days?
1: Well, because of, uh, uh, then we'll talk about the internet a little bit. The uh, internet started in early, uh, I mean, very late uh, 1960s, actually early 70s, and finished in about, I mean, basically the model, uh, internet, the name of the internet came out around 1984. Exactly that's when I went to the United States. And um, I went to the United States on January 4th of um uh, uh, 1984, and uh, so on January 1st of uh, 2018, we're going to have an announcement which coincide the dates, and um, when Unix was new, uh, internet was new, and uh, object-oriented programming was new uh, in 1984, at that time, the founding fathers of the internet uh, made a, a paramount principle which is the internet should be decentralized. so No one controls the internet. But then after 40 years, right, 30, 40 years, the uh, drawbacks, shortcomings are very obvious because there are uh, various uh, DDoS attacks, viruses and uh, uh, intrusion of privacy and uh, and blah, blah. So... um, how do we fix the problem, right? And how do we uh, letting people to uh, access a safer internet so then we can do build a smart economy peer-to-peer with the uh, uh, cryptocurrency so we can build digital assets, we can trade uh, digital assets. Definitely we need a security guarantee so then we can uh, trade with partners uh, across the world. So that's why we need to have this uh, new operating system and highly the uh, uh, network and uh, disallow apps accessing the internet. And uh, otherwise, the current model is that uh, everybody is entitled to uh, send uh, network packets and to hack everyone to fake uh, addresses, which is uh, uh, definitely uh, a huge uh, tumbling block for the future.
0: OK. So, how does Elastos solve that problem? And I guess the second part to this question is, you know, we've you've mentioned there have been multiple incarnations of this project. What is it about blockchain that enables you to do things that weren't previously possible?
1: Uh, well, actually, until uh, 2016, I didn't really know much about uh, blockchain. We're talking about has been we have been talking about the safer internet through, since uh, 2000 to uh, 2016. And uh, by building a C++ virtual machine to host uh, web services, as I just mentioned a bit, and we're also building a peer-to-peer network for smart homes for industriality from uh, uh, 2012 to 2016. And uh, with the two uh, critical pieces there, And uh, we try to make uh, smart homes much safer. We're trying to make the Internet much safer. But then we cannot get away with one problem is that uh, somehow somebody is controlling the uh, intermediary, controlling whoever giving out uh, IDs. For example, uh, in WeChat today, a lot of people in China use WeChat. And WeChat has a built in browser for the uh, mobile app. And WeChat has the uh, macro websites so, uh, uh, built in so you can buy like uh, uh, fruits or, or buy tree tickets uh, um, within the uh, fence garden of WeChat itself. And yet, the problem is that uh, uh, WeChat. Everyone has to have a WeChat to access the uh, 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 WeChat, right? And then on the other hand, there's a Facebook, there's an Instagram. So they need to have fenced gardens of each other and they're isolated silos. They don't let people to freely from uh, within WeChat to access Facebook or vice versa. That's uh, dividing the internet into different uh, uh, segments, segregated segregated uh, areas. And uh, we try to avoid that kind of problem by building a web. Yet, who is going to uh, giving out IDs? Who is going, maintaining the uh, uh, decentralized uh, file sharing, video sharing, messaging? And uh, also, eventually, we have to have decentralized the remittance of money, right? So those, those issues could be solved by blockchain that's why the blockchain is so critical to the future of the
0: web okay cool that makes sense and i've seen elastos described as both an operating system and a blockchain powered internet and again to the average listener that might seem a little abstract and hard for them to envision kind of what the experience of using elastos will be like so maybe on this front let's let's start with the basics so what devices will I be able to use Elastos on?
1: Actually, Elastos is more like uh, we have to talk about what is uh, uh, so-called DAP, decentralized uh, apps, right? Because if you think of uh, the the phones we're using, we're used to uh, the mobile apps like uh, WeChat, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, and just mentioned. They are mostly uh, social network kind of uh, applications. And... uh, really they are peer-to-peer because uh, like uh, if we chat through WeChat right we're sending messages to each other and uh, Facebooks and Instagrams and also if you look at uh, uh, like Twitter no you know if you look at uh, like a YouTube or um, like uh, Uber they also you can imagine there's a kind of a decentralized version counterpart of those apps for example could we have a WeChat decentralized WeChat that without a, a corporation behind it, right? Without a major servers to do the uh, uh, ear dropping on our conversations or uh, so, and also uh, 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 blocking us from one uh, group, social group talking to another social groups, right? Uh, those are the real issues. But to user experience, like say if we talk to each other, we video each other, right? So the user experience should be exactly the same as uh, uh, Skype, like uh, WeChat, like uh, Facebook of today. So what I'm saying is uh, the DApps, the decentralized apps, is just like exactly the same user behavior user experience without those uh, uh, big corporations, middlemen in in the middle. That's uh, the DApps. How to make this but reality, we need execution environment. Definitely we need to launch a app, right? We need to launch something. So uh, that's where the Elastos runtime comes in.
0: Okay, so the Elastos runtime, that's something that we will install on our device. Is that correct? And it, it's is that correct. kind of a similar concept to like if I installed Adobe Acrobat or iTunes, you know, they're kind of designed... It's to pretty ex-
1: much like uh, you install a browser, right? You okay. just install an uh, uh, uh app on iOS, on Android, on Ubuntu. Then you just install this and then you can run different... Or you can think of it as install Java on your PC, right? You install Java virtual machine on your PC, yet you can write different uh, Java apps on a PC with a uh, shortcut. So you click, double-click on the shortcut and you launch the Java virtual machine and uh, inst- uh, load the application into the virtual machine, so then you run a Java app. Then that said, uh, can you run a Elasus app, uh, We install Elasus runtime on your uh, mobile device, and you click on uh, uh, uh DAP written in Elasticsearch runtime. You double click on it, and Elasticsear Runtime launched, and the uh the DAP is execution is executing within this uh, uh virtual environment, right? And then so then you can access this uh, uh, smart web platform without uh, uh, fe- uh, uh, fear of uh, middleman attack or viruses or privacy intrusions, right? And yet it's not controlled by any. Uh, big uh, uh,
0: organizations. Okay, cool. So just to the average user on their PC or their, their phone or whatever it might be, they install the Elastos runtime and then then they can install um, Elastos compatible applications and just have a shortcut on their desktop like they would for Skype or Microsoft mm-hmm. Word, open that, open up that application and as far as they're concerned, it's not any different to using a, a regular a regular application on a day-to-day basis. The experience will be essentially the same. Is that right? Correct. yes awesome. that sounds that sounds awesome and um, our listeners I mean being that we're called neo news today they're obviously going to be interested in how neo is integrated with elastos so can you explain how neo fits into this model and um, why you've chosen to you know align yourselves with neo over other blockchain platforms?
1: Uh, before we talk a little bit about Neo, we have another uh, critical partner which is
0: uh, Bitmain. Okay, that's, that's going to be my uh, next question. So let's start with Bitmain. <laughs> okay, then we'll
1: talk about Neo. Then, um, well, the Neo actually uh, we collaborated uh, in three. I uh, mean, we, basically we, we're collaborating together to do uh, to build a. Uh, they help us to uh, the actually on-chain projects, also funded by Da Hongfei and uh, the Neo family uh, product. They helped us to develop the Elastos uh, uh, public chain, which uh, the Genesis block has started the heartbeat of uh, um, every two minutes, we do the merge mining with Bitmain and uh, we do the uh, uh, ledger, right, do the hash and uh, uh, do the uh, public chain, blah, blah. Uh, the uh, on-chain is helping us to uh, develop this public chain. So that's the first thing we collaborate together. And uh, down the road in 2018, we have two more things looking forward, uh, our future collaborations. One is the smart contract, because they are building the uh, so-called CRR, their virtual machine, their smart contract, new smart contract running on the CRR virtual machine. CRR is a short Shorthand for Common Language Runtime, which is the open source project by Microsoft. As I said, uh, I was from the Microsoft early Microsoft design team, and uh, the elastis version was elastis vision was actually a C++ virtual machine running DAPs. And uh, there's a key uh, issue, technical issue here is. Uh, Given this new technology, we want uh, all the network traffic, all the smart web network traffic being controlled. No apps, no services should be able to send any network packets. So all network packets are being managed. And uh, given the new smart contract using CRR, so then we can collaborate with them to, uh, to take over all internet traffic for smart contracts. And uh, the smart contract would be used for um, websites, which is not controlled by any single individuals or by any organizations. Currently, the web, if you look at any websites, right, are all controlled by a single organization or by individual. And uh, down the road in the smart web, we're looking forward to a new kind of websites which is built on top of consensus, not controlled by an individual or single organization. So that's the third thing we're looking forward to work, collaborate with uh, on-chain or ontology, is that uh, in second is being the smart contract of virtual machine. The third one being the um, the multi consensus uh, uh, proposed by ontology, uh, no, by, by on-chain, sorry. And also, when you have a website, definitely uh, you need uh, KYC required by every uh, local governments. Because uh, when you do websites, you are responsible for the contents. You know, you have to abide by the local laws and tax, and uh, you know, money interface with the local banks or or, or Alipay or Pay or, or wherever's uh, Visa, Mastercards. That kind of uh, interface is definitely that requires your KYC. Who are you? And uh, and different countries have different uh, uh, KYC requirements, and uh, different websites have different uh, consensus algorithms. For example, the uh, the blockchain, uh, I mean, supply chain kind of consensus have one kind of consensus, and uh, poker game of of websites, right, Uh, could have a different completely different uh, uh, consensus algorithms. So then. Uh, if you look at uh, uh, on they're pro- proposing multiple consensus, uh, how do they communicate, how do they collaborate. So, and ontology is uh, how we're going to do the KYC's identity management of uh, different uh, markets, right? So, definitely, we're looking forward to uh, uh, having building this smart web, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, collaborating with Neil in those uh, three areas.
0: Yeah. Well, that sounds like there's going to be a lot of uh, very crucial integration there, which uh, I'm sure our listeners are going to be happy about. Um, and then the other thing you mentioned was was Bitmain. So can you can you talk a little bit about this uh, merged mining concept and and uh, why this model benefits Elastos? Uh,
1: because we are actually uh, and also I'll mention a difference that uh, Neo is uh, itself a public chain. We are partner companies, and I mean, not companies, we're partner organizations, right? And uh, so we have Elas public chain, which is not neo-public chain, which is completely two different chains. We are friends together, and they'll help us develop our own public chain, and eventually on the smart web we're building, we are also uh, looking forward to support other public chains, very much like uh, we have the uh, uh, mobile uh, the telecom network. So then you, I mean, you can have the uh, China mobile IDs. you could have AT&T IDs or you can have uh, orange uh, telecom, telco IDs, right? So uh, on top of this telco network, everybody uh, is entitled to have their own ID system, yet uh, one phone can call the other and could roam to different uh, territories. Yep. And... Uh, Similarly, can we build a virtual uh, smart web? There, we can have different uh, uh, public chains issuing different IDs. Yet, we all can uh, communicate, right? People have a choice: which kind of ID system you want to use, uh, whether by the domain, you know, locale where you 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 live, and whether by your preference, which uh, network you want to use, right? And uh, we want to give people choice, so that's. Another thing we could uh, uh, work together, yet we're different. The public chain wise, where uh, Elastic Chain is different from NeoChain. And uh, now I'm talking about uh, uh, Bitmain. We are the Elastic uh, uh, blockchain is actually doing something called merge mining with the uh, uh, co development with Bitmain. And Bitmain actually is one of the largest uh, manufacturers of uh, uh, mining machines and mining pools. And they're also working with yeah, other uh, com- uh, organizations. For example, uh, McFay is leading another uh, organization, collaborating with Bitmain, to join. they develop the uh, mining software, make it more secure and uh, uh, could do mining in Texas, could do mining in Africa. So then we are trying to promote the, uh, a worldwide web, a worldwide smart web, right? and uh, where we can have a trust route, very similar to the trust zone of a a smartphone, we have a trust route of a uh, smart web. And uh, so that's very, very critical concept. Then we work with Bitmain and other partners of the world so then we could have trust on this smart web, which is not controlled by any individual organization all the source code being uh, open-sourced, all the hardware are uh, interchangeable and people could make their own mining machines. As long as they follow the same protocol, they could do merge mining uh, together, right? That's a completely, very novel, new approach to look at this blockchain technology. That said, we are trying to promote uh, the hash power. Not only they mine Bitcoin, they could also mine Elastic Coin together, right? And then they could add uh, the third coin, fourth coin, and uh, so on. So uh, actually, we, ha- we can have a new web, right? And uh, so this kind of uh, very simple hash, uh, the POW-based uh, POW hash power will supply the trust route for everyone on this uh, uh, smart web.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, mate, you're not one to think small.
1: <laughs> That's a huge, huge undertaking, right? Yeah. And yep. Uh, But then the code base wise, uh, then I, I have to uh, also mention uh, in the blockchain concept, which is really a novel idea from so someone called a Satoshi, right? No one knows who he is or she is. And... Uh, this kind of uh, a, a blockchain is really a, a specialized computer not controlled by a individual, which never existed before two thousand and nine. because uh, before that time, all computers are being by being controlled by one individual or one organization. right? You can turn it on, turn it off, and then you can manipulate your uh, database. And, uh, and uh, fake the data and do whatever, right? And uh, being with the, uh, the blockchain is a uh, uh, decentralized the computer and yet it's not controlled by any individual and no one can manipulate the, uh, modify the data recorded in history. So that's very, very critical. Yet, the code size-wise, right? The uh, Satoshi's code is... Uh, what's about is about 50,000 lines of code so code wise engineering effort wise comparing to the internet comparing to the operating system comparing to the assets i mean digit, uh, the uh, the code asset development assets we built up for the past 40 years really really it's a uh, very small so that's why we could have the guts to bet on that we move I mean, last was move into blockchain, we could do a public chain in half a year. The reason, actually in June of this year, I don't know anything about I know the concept of blockchain. I know learned a little bit about Bitcoin, but I don't know any code of, uh, of uh, uh, blockchain or uh, Bitcoin, right? If by just sheer number, 50,000 lines of code, then I can make it bad that I can lead a team finish it in half a year which we definitely did it right we we did it last week we have our genesis block we have the heartbeat ticking now so actually we uh, we win the bit. <laughs> on the uh, down the road in 2018 we're talking about at least 10 million 20 million of code we're going to put like uh, we're going to issue the peer to peer network we're going to issue the decentralized peer to peer network right and uh so, of course, peer-to-peer networks is nothing new because there's a BitTorrent, there's a donkey, there's a Skype, there's a uh, other related smart home projects, right? Because yet do we have a open sourced software stack, right? It's ha- very hard to find a open source the whole total software stack. And yet even harder to find, there's a decentralized carrier, right? Make it uh, uh, into an engineering effort. Not only is it experimental, we want to make it a product quality. So uh, we are looking forward to have a decentralized carrier for this peer-to-peer network. And uh, we are looking for releasing the preview versions of uh, uh, decentralized elastic carrier in January, so which is really, really Mm -hmm. within a month now, right? And uh, we hope to have a a beta quality or relatively stable quality uh, for everyone to use uh, in the first half of uh, next year. So that's that meaning that after or in January or after January, we we should have a very early adopters to start to develop the dApps for IoT devices, for like a video cameras, for uh, 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 cloud drives at home, individual cloud drives, right? And uh, that kind of product would be, SDKs would be ready and the product could, uh, uh, we're looking for partners to work in those areas. So then we can have video cameras installed in at home, we can have a phone, look at the ca- uh, camera videos, with a relatively high confidence that no one is year dropping on our uh, conversations or peeking at our home videos, right? Because uh, that instance also happened, you know, uh, people installed uh, surveillance cameras at home, yet, uh, you know, someone broadcast their home video, right? Some <laughs> privacy intrusion things happened because of, uh, their uh, uh, carrier, because uh, the cameras' uh, carrier uh, behind the uh, scenes being hacked by hackers, and then the videos being intercepted, and uh, so we're saying that building this kind of decentralized carrier, then uh, it's all open sourced, yet it's uh, peer-to-peer, end-to-end encrypted, very much like uh, uh, Bitcoin. You know, it's uh, all open sourced, yet it's very hard or impossible to steal money out of the Bitcoin ledger. And uh, if we could build that kind of uh, infrastructure to guarantee the security of uh, uh, smart homes and uh, buildings, start to build uh, decentralized apps like uh, decentralized WeChat and decentralized uh, Facebook and whatnot, and which we are very, very excited to see uh, down the road in, uh, in 2018.
0: So I know the Elastos project, uh, as you said, it's it's you know it's going to be twenty million lines of code. I think I heard somewhere that it's already something like ten million lines of code, and uh, you know as we've discussed, this is seventeen years in the making. So you know the, the scope of this this whole project we can't discuss in its entirety in the you know half an hour we've got for this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. but I hope you know this has given listeners a, a good foundation to at least uh, understand what it is you're trying to achieve so they can they can look into this project further which leads me to my next point in that you have a token sale coming up uh, very shortly So if anyone wants to get involved with that, what is the best way to stay up to date and uh, participate?
1: Oh uh, actually uh, there's a website ilassus.org uh, www.ilassus.org. And uh, if you look at the English, uh, uh, pick the language uh, as English, and uh, you'll see there's a countdown uh, ticker there and uh, saying there's going to be announcement, uh, very likely to be the first three days of uh, actually maybe January first. We're going to make announcement. uh, How could people participate? And uh, we're going to close this uh, public sale. Within Definitely within January, uh, but the uh, final dates uh, have to wait for the announcement. announcement.
0: And is it true that U.S. citizens are going to be able to participate in your crowd sale? And uh, I mean, most ICOs don't allow U.S. participation. So if that's the case, how did you manage that?
1: I mean, uh, there are t- two things I need to uh, emphasize. First of all, we are not a, a ICO, because uh, in China, in August, we did a, a uh, private crowdfunding. Basically, it's uh, from friends' uh, word of mouth and friend to friend. And uh, we invited uh, friends or friends' friends uh, come to participate, and the range of uh, uh, the sale was uh, we don't let the like ICO people could beat up the price and actually we set a range for the private sale in China. In the U.S. this time we have actually a fixed price and uh, we don't let people beat up the price And because we, we are actually looking for uh, developers. We, we do have preference on who should uh, invest and uh, people should really be aware of uh, the risks involved even though what I'm saying is uh, you know, millions of code, uh, uh, there are still huge risks like uh, viruses, bugs, and uh, the, uh, the difficulties of uh, software development. And, and there's always uh, uh, over-budget issues. There are always uh, delay issues. People should definitely be aware of those. Because uh, And then we uh, want to you know, encourage uh, developers or people who are interested in the smart web instead of the uh, cryptocurrency, because we are building a web, a future web. We're building a future dApps. Those are the areas I want to emphasize, right? And uh, of course, we don't say uh, who can, who cannot participate. Uh, So, of course, I've heard other people saying uh, it's uh, more expensive than other uh, crypto uh, currencies, uh, because first of all, uh, we the total of Elastos uh, uh, coins at this point is uh, 33 million, and comparing to Bitcoin of uh, 21 million, and uh, we are about uh, 50% more than Bitcoin. Still, that makes us one of the uh, most scarce. Uh, resources right for uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, because a lot of them issue millions or billions of uh, uh, coins. So we're not one of those. So people have to know we are really, really scarce kind of uh, 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 coins. And uh, secondly, we do have a fundamental for this coin. This coin is for the circulation to support the uh, uh, smart web. In a way, you can think of this smart web being a cyber republic. It's just a new uh, utopia kind of uh, 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 domain, right? A new territory. So, in this new economy, new territory need a, a currency. So, we are kind of thinking uh, we encourage people eventually doing the peer to peer trade of digital assets, for example, the games, e books, and movies. And uh, so they can sell with pretty much like the real world. You can sell ten thousands of books circulating in this new uh, cyber republic. And uh, no more, no less. If you lost your wallet, then you have one book less, right? So that's kind of a new peer-to-peer model. People can sell used secondhand e-books, which is currently impossible. But uh, we hope uh, we are going to make this dream come true. Uh, one year or two years uh, max so we can have the prototype of this kind of business model then we'll have a uh, gdp for this new uh, cyber republic right and uh, so the gdp supports the fundamental of this currency so we really give a meaning to this currency instead of trading token by for the reason of trading tokens those are the things i completely don't understand I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand Ethereum at all, right? <laughs> I'm not claiming any of those. So, people, if you are looking for Bitcoin being, you know, beefed up ten times uh, uh, in 2017, I mean, I see. It, I definitely I see the facts. I, I see what's happening. But then, if you're looking for another ten times of uh, Elastos Coin, I I'm not going to say anything, right? And I don't. I, first of all, I'll just disclaimer. I don't understand anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always say that, especially with Neo, uh, that the, the price of the token is the least interesting thing about the project.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with you.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So as far as your token sale goes, then you would prefer it if developers and people who want to actually start building applications for Elastos... Uh, were the people who tried to get involved, and not just people who are out looking for a quick flip. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, because the the fund raised uh, through this uh, public sale uh, in the U.S. Oh, and second point is that uh, we do consult with U.S. lawyers and going through this uh, uh, legal uh, process, right? Because on this uh, announcement uh, uh, early January, we're going to have those uh, uh, links to... uh, those advices or documents provided by lawyers, and uh, I'm no expert on those issues uh, either. So uh, uh, whether the US uh, citizens could participate, then it's according to the local laws or uh, the lawyers. Uh, yep. That said, um, yeah, we uh, we definitely going to use the proceeds, using the money to, uh, uh, again, most of them will use uh, for those uh, markets for the uh, i guess we're uh, looking for expanding this uh, projects uh, overseas uh, so far mostly it's uh, chinese engineers but definitely i uh, see the facts there are more talents developing uh, internet more talents developing the uh, system software or dApps overseas than in china cause, uh, uh, for the past 60-some uh, years, 70 years of uh, computer science history, right? Most of the uh, major programming languages, operating systems, uh, open source projects are all generated um, outside, uh, outside of China. That's why there are more resources outside of China. So we're going to use this uh, uh, funding to uh, repay our uh, partners Okay, so we're going to set up bounty programs. So we're going to give out uh, coins to reward uh, uh, developers who contributed uh, open source projects, uh, uh, or helped us to improve uh, our own uh, Elastos uh, carrier, Elastos uh, runtime virtual machine, or uh, decentralized uh, app stores, uh, whatnot. You know, or decentralized uh, uh, kind of WeChat. So we encourage people to. Uh, Volunteer what kind of project they could do and uh, what kind of, uh, uh, then we have a community. um, We're going to set up a community uh, ruling uh, system, like uh, how much we should reward each uh, each, uh, team. Even for uh, in China right now, like uh, our marketing materials, right? We have volunteers translating the Chinese documents into English right now. We to forming those groups and uh, they're all volunteers and uh, as for how much uh, Elastic Coin we should reward, reward them, actually they decide themselves and then we just uh, take notes and uh, we re- record, re- reward them accordingly and uh, whether by fiat money or by the uh, uh, cryptocurrencies. So uh, we let people to have a choice. And that's why we need to do a a crowdfunding overseas, and uh, that's we intend to use our
0: proceeds. I think that model works really well. Obviously, with Neo, they both reward uh, certain developers directly, but also uh, through City of Zion, uh, rewards are distributed to developers for contributing to projects, and they really value code written. Um, so I I think that's one of the things that's really allowed Neo to progress as quickly as it has and so if there are any developers out there who want to get involved with Elastos and start building applications where should they go?
1: Um, They should definitely first of all um, uh, take part in the uh, Telegram uh, because we set up uh, Telegram channels there are uh, two of them so far there's a Telegram like, no, elastos underscore org, O-R-G, uh, which is our uh, Elastus uh, official uh, announcement uh, uh, channel. And then there's uh, also a elastos community uh, currently uh, has about uh, 1. 1.5 1, 1. 1.4, 1. 1.5 uh, thousand uh, participants there. So those are more like uh, people interested in this cross-sale. Then we have two more channels uh, uh, prepared. One is uh, both are named Elastos. Actually, there's a Elastos social group and there's a Elastis, uh, uh broadcast channel. Those, uh, uh, you know, better names actually are reserved for our developers because uh, developers are <laughs> premium <laughs> resources <laughs> we're looking for. So uh, we'll definitely give out those uh, uh, links or these uh, uh, invitations to elastic.org there and uh, hoping people, uh, developers could participate so we can talk about uh, technical issues and set up bounty programs. And, and from there, we uh, fork out, branch out uh, different uh, groups, right? Being uh, doing the uh, decentralized uh, uh, social network, doing decentralized uh, YouTube, doing decentralized uh, Uber, decentralized uh, websites, De- and decentralized so on. everything. <laughs> yes, yes. Sweet. Decentralized everything.
0: Okay, so I've got one more question. Okay. On January 4th, uh, there is a ceremony being held at Tsinghua University between yourselves, NEO, and Bitmain to formalize something called G3. Yeah, are you able to tell me anything about what G three is going to do? What that uh, what that encompasses, and or is it just a matter of us having to tune in on January fourth and finding out the details then?
1: Basically, we share the same common vision of this uh, uh, decentralized future economy, uh, decentralized smart economy, decentralized uh, smart web. Uh, we uh, we are true believers of uh, decentralized uh, uh, everything. And uh, because, as you can easily see, as I explained, uh, because Bitmain and uh, Elastus currently are doing something uh, called a merge mining. And we're doing a a peer-to-peer network, a smart web platform, and uh, with the virtual machines running dApps, and also Neo is helping with the uh, uh, consensus, right, and uh, uh, ontology. Consensus being the websites not not controlled by, you know, some websites controlled by uh, consensus instead of by individual. Or the KYCs is uh, handled by uh, ontology instead of, you know, uh, 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 some centralized way. So those are, uh, we do see the, the basic uh, three pillars there. And uh, we are inviting like uh, uh, decentralized money re- remittance we're inviting other partners like uh, uh, decentralized, uh, you know, mining. Uh, jointly develop the uh, mining software or mining hardware, and uh, so definitely we want to have. Eventually, we're going to have D4, D5, D6, and which is uh, a completely decentralized way of uh, of uh, uh, decision making. So we're going to have. A, first of all, like that kind of level of decentralization, and yet at the uh, uh, lower level, we'll have decentralized, uh, as I said, the uh, uh, group leaders and uh, de- de- deciding on how do we uh, share this uh, proceeds we fundraised. Or in Elas' case, we're also going to have a 4% of uh, inflation. Four percent of because we're going to issue uh, 33, 000, uh, 33 million uh, Elasus coins to start with. That's uh, building that's uh, recorded in the Genesis block, and uh, every year thereafter we're going to have four uh, percent of uh, inflation, and there uh, we have thirty percent, thirty percent of the four percent, which is one point two percent of the uh, uh, total assets or valuation of the Elasus coin we're going to uh uh dedicate that to developers and the other 70% will be to the miners right or the decentralized carrier whoever you know help us to maintain this uh network running ledger running or decentralized carrier running and uh, we're going to reward them um that was mentioned uh emphasized on the 1 1.2% of the um money will go to developers and who is going to divide, decide on uh, who should take uh, what percentage, right? So we're going to have uh, uh, group leaders, community leaders or the uh, business leaders, I mean all decentralized, right? The, uh, whoever doing the uh, most business, right? I mean major business partners on this smart economy or the community leaders, right? Organizing social groups and uh, Like those uh, investors, those are the social groups. And uh, the developer groups, like whoever doing the browser and uh, the websites, the consensus algorithms. So all those community leaders will come together. And uh, so uh, we're going to have, uh, they have this um, uh, debate over who is uh, getting what money. and, um, And hopefully this whole organization will be autonomous, right? Autonomous. Uh, self-driven uh, organization. It's more like a smart car. Used to be a, a driver drives. Now it's uh, autonomous driving. Now can we have this uh, 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 internet, this new smart web being autonomous, uh, uh, self-driving? Right, like a swarm uh, behavior. We're all toward driving towards this uh, huge uh, vision that we we we, we see that. Uh, Smart economy, smart web, and uh, that's uh, very exciting. And uh, we are inviting more people to take part and, uh, yeah, like uh, to be the G4, G5, G6.
0: I mean, I agree with you. This sounds really exciting. Uh, when players, the level of yourselves and Neo and Bitmain get together to empower the community and thought leaders to make decisions and organize to, to drive this model forward. I mean, I think that's something that's only going to benefit the ecosystem as a whole. Uh, so on that note, uh, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your time and for coming onto the podcast. Uh, I am personally fascinated by the Elastos project, and I wish you guys all the good fortune in the future. And I really look forward to following this project for the next 20 years. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. See you later. bye